It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, great to be with you once again on today's show as we kind of continue this interesting world of living in various states of lockdown and shelter in place and whatever other phrases we want to use for our limited movements and restrictions. But hey, we can still host the radio show remotely with one another. So we'll keep things ticking here on the air, right? (laughs) Exactly. Let's keep it going. (laughs) Have you been uh, managing all of these different, uh, you know, rules coming into place? Because I know you serve obviously such a large geographic area, you and your team and different cities and different counties kind of get different rules and things implemented. How do you adjust all that? Yeah, honestly, we just take it day by day, right? Um, <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> that's all we can do um, and, and stay positive about it because, you know, our, our main goal is to service our clients, you know, those that are already under contract and, you know, those who are looking for a new home or trying to sell. So we're just trying to tweak the way that we do business um, the best that we can, you know, in, um, you know, certain areas. It, it's really termed by county, right, as far as what we can and cannot do. So um, certain areas, you know, business just the same, but we are trying to limit our exposure. So, mm-hmm. you know, if uh, buyer clients are open to us, you know, either Zooming or FaceTiming them in to a showing, you know, of course, that's preferred. If we can do a virtual listing consultation that's preferred you know it's just to keep everyone safe and healthy but yeah i mean we're we're there to still service our clients and you know we're we're still selling we are yeah on uh tuesday night this week i went to pick up some medicine for a neighbor just because they're older and just you know trying to limit their exposure so yeah went out and you know picked up some meds for them at the pharmacy and then while i was out i was like yeah we're kind of running not super low, but a little low on hand soaps. I thought I'd pick up a couple of extra hand soaps. I thought toilet paper was the only thing that had really been run out of town. That that and hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, you're behind. Yeah. I was behind because yeah. it's been about a week and a half since I'd you know been able to, had gone out to the grocery store, other than to get Oreos one time. I tell you uh, what, though, I'm kicking myself <laughs> for all of those little hand sanitizers I always receive from like builders and yes. I don't know. And, and I would just chunk them because I would never use them. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, I need my sanitizer back. That's right. That's right. No. So, yeah, I, I think we're, I'm the same way when you get them in like your Christmas stocking or something like that. And be, you know, like you have these little hand sanitizer bottles that then just kind of get tossed to the side yep, or whatever. But exactly. Exactly. Anyway, Probably expired. But, I yeah. went to eight stores and could not find a single bottle of hand soap. So, oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah, kind of when it. That. That's kind of when it hit me. Like that was the first time I've really gotten depressed in this whole thing. I was like, man, this was a really waste of a couple of hours of driving around looking for this stuff. And just like you started to realize, I think now you know, like if you pull up outside of a pharmacy or a grocery store and it's packed and yeah. it's got a lot of activity. It doesn't mean, oh, well, they're not going to have anything left. That means they got something. So go in. If you pull up and it's empty, then nobody, it means they're already looted out. Nothing's left, you know. I'm actually finding that I feel like the pharmacies and the CVSs and Walgreens, they have more essentials there versus the grocery stores. Like we've actually found toilet paper and paper towels and stuff 
at the pharmacy. Don't share. Where, don't share your secrets. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not going to tell y'all which one. No, I'm just shaking. Uh, no, we we were proactive there, and we uh, we got our shipment a long time ago. So you know, what, if anyone I, needs an extra roll, let us know. We can help out. It makes sense though because they don't have as much shelf space. So yeah. they would probably have more in stock. Probably in stock in the back and just slowly, yeah. Instead of one big massive dump out on all the shelves and then it's gone, they're putting a little bit out, it gets taken up, then they put a little more out, sure. it's taken up. I mean, that would be my guess as to why that's happening. But Yes, yes. So it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, that's for sure. It's uh, a strange world for all of us mm-hmm. and we're certainly thinking about everybody that's from a job standpoint certainly been impacted yes. by this. And, you know, we... Here on the radio, we try to, it's one of those weird things, Angie, where we're trying to make the best of it. And with that comes a little bit of joking about it and trying to keep it a little bit light so that, because every day could get very, very heavy if you're not careful. But at the same time, for other people, it's going to impact them much more than it might impact the next person. So that's tough when there's that, uh, you know, depending on what restrictions get put in place, who gets impacted and all those kinds of things. So it's definitely a bit of a weird time right now, but we're going to do our best to address it here on today's show from a real estate perspective and talk a little bit about that. Let's start off the show just talking a little bit about coronavirus, a couple of news stories and headlines about how it's impacting the industry nationally and want to get your opinion on maybe locally what we're seeing as well. So I know, Angie, you mentioned a couple of things uh, just kind of offhand that you've changed a little bit with, you know, taking it day by day from a business standpoint, trying to do more video tours or meetings and those kinds of things. Anything else that you're doing as a business to navigate through these different levels of lockdown? And what kind of impact are you seeing on the market right now? Yeah, yeah. So um, first of all, as an office, you know, we we actually started the work from home. Goodness, we can have two weeks ago. Um, I can't remember the dates. They're all starting to run together. Um, but we're definitely practicing social distancing uh, for sure. You know, it was actually it was neat and funny and kind of cool how we hosted our first team meeting as a whole team. So we had 15 of, of us on a Zoom call. And we we definitely uh, took a picture trying to look like the Brady Bunch. So, <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. you know, we have to you have to make the best out of everything. Right. Um, so, you know, we're definitely, you know, trying to stay as healthy as possible by limiting exposure into our office. And then from there, you know, when it comes to listing appointments showing, you know, if we can do those virtually, meaning we can do those Zoom calls, we can do by FaceTime, you know, that is preferred, of course, just limiting the amount of times we're touching handles, doorknobs, that sort of thing, you know, that's what's important. We just want to keep everyone in the public, you know, safe, healthy, and stop the spread of this. So uh, we are doing what we need to do to still represent our clients, but definitely limit that exposure. Yeah, it's a fine line of keeping the business uh, running as much as possible and helping people out while also following whatever rules go in place. And I think we're all navigating those waters to an extent. So maybe here's the million dollar question. Can someone still sell their home? If they're in one of these lockdown areas or or knowing that it's I mean, is it even possible right now? It sure is. Um, You know, we will have to tweak some things. It might not be quite the amount of exposure or perfect, you know, like we typically do our marketing. But first of all, like I mentioned, when it comes to the listing presentation or consultation, um, we can do that by a Zoom meeting. If you're not aware of Zoom, Zoom's amazing. It's a video uh, meeting online. We can even just talk over the phone. You know, there's many sellers that we assist that we never have the opportunity to even meet because they're not local. 
And we just do those conversations over the phone. So um, that's no big deal. Nothing's really changing there. Um, But then, you know, as far as photography, we might have to ask the seller to become a photographer, right? Because photography is going to stop. You know, we won't be able to get our measure in there. But we will do our best as far as photography goes. We can do, um, you know, video walkthroughs. That's super helpful. And just everything is going online, going virtual. Um, So yes, you know, people are still buying homes even though there are lockdowns you have to remember you know when there's a lockdown people are stuck to their homes actually the uh, amount of usage on internet on phones actually is probably going to skyrocket so there actually might be a lot more people looking out there because they're looking online um, so they will see your home and there are many people well first of all people might say there is no way i'm buying a home sight unseen but before all of this chaos and before the coronavirus There are many buyers that buy a home sight unseen. You know, maybe they're in a different state. They're unable to come to the area to actually physically look at the home. Um, And all the time we help clients to go under contract sight unseen. Um, Once again, we're sharing pictures, we're sharing videos, we're doing what's needed to help them to make that decision. So yes, you can still sell your home even if there's a lockdown. Sounds too like you've already had kind of some experience, a, a trial run at this whole remote selling thing. It's something that you've had as a part of your business for quite some time. Yeah, so. I know. It, it. I think it um, at first scares us as real estate professionals or just any type of professional, you know, what does that mean for my business and for my company? But then I, you know, start to think about it. I'm like, wait a minute. We were already mm-hmm. doing a lot of this stuff for certain clients because that's what was needed, you know? Yep. So um, we you, can you keep adapt. moving along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can make things still work for you even in a lockdown. It's kind of like uh, I saw this thing with Domino's, just you know, free, free plug for Domino's here. Um, <laughs> but they are, you know. And, I'm and, a little Caesars fan. No, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, I do yeah, like yeah. Domino's. <laughs> I, and, and, I, and I don't take this the wrong way, folks. When I say capitalizing or, um, you know, taking advantage of, you know, uh, this bad situation, obviously. I don't mean that. I just mean they're adapting and looking for opportunities to stay in business and stay viable. To me, that's nothing to be, you know, afraid of talking about by any means. And so they said, all right, well, we need to adapt to this new world. So they actually have put out some marketing that shows, hey, here's how we've changed our entire process so that you feel comfortable still ordering pizzas. And and they illustrate exactly how they're going to pull off the pizza out of the oven, slide it directly into the cardboard box, and so the pizza never gets touched by anybody. And then they're now starting to apply seals to the box so that you know it didn't get opened or anything like that in transit. Then they have a like I guess a clean surface that they set they come to your front door, they set their like a mat down of some sort and put the box on the mat. Then they back away. You pick up the the box and cl- say goodbye, close your door. Then they walk back up to your door, pick up the the mat, and walk away. And so they actually like put out marketing and a graphic showing how they're. Adapting I think it's great though. You know, I mean, yeah. we all all businesses are you know being affected probably in some way you know yes. from this. And um, you know, in order to keep afloat, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And people still need to eat pizza, right? Yep. Um, so I think that's smart smart marketing for them. If you have any questions for Angie Cole about buying or selling your home, a quick reminder, you can always get in touch by calling or texting Angie at 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. Or get in touch online at acole.com. 
realty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com. Angie, you know, that was one of the articles that I read this week about some of the changes to the real estate injury. Multiple companies are reporting, indeed, a surge in demand for video home tours. And so I think oh, that's yeah. a, a pretty obvious one there. Yes, most definitely. Something else that jumped out here, you know, mortgages have been in the news with uh, different, you know, rate fluctuations going on right now. Yeah. But just from a qualification standpoint, some mortgage giants are easing appraisal requirements yep. to help the housing market fight through the challenges of coronaviruses. And, um, you know, one of the big things is, I guess, alternatives to interior inspections in some cases. So have you seen that trickle through yet to the triangle area? You know, I haven't, um, I haven't noticed it yet, but you, we have to also remember whenever it comes to appraisals, you know, other than it being scheduled, I don't know exactly how in-depth an appraiser's going, right. um, but that is exactly right. I was actually just speaking with one of my lenders this past week about that, and they said that, first of all, um, the count of appraisers that they have on their books has dropped by about 50% because some appraisers, you know, just will not step foot in someone else's home, which I appreciate that. I respect that, but that means... The other 50% are just busy, busy, busy. And, you know, there's too many homes closing, too much business, and not enough appraisers. So they are allowing, or they will start allowing for more drive-by appraisals, it's called, um, instead of actually going into the home and taking all of the notes. Um, So for the easier homes where comparables are very straightforward, uh, they're being a little bit more lax on those. On top of that, there's also um, talk of employment of verification. They're they're being a little bit more, you know, relaxed on meant to get someone from like HR on the phone to confirm employment, you know, they will use the very most recent pay stub as verification or an email for verification, just because typically uh, employment verification is the very last call before everything is said and done. They have to make sure that person's still employed, the buyer's still employed before they fund the loan. Um, and so they're becoming, again, a little bit more relaxed on that end as far as employment verification. So, you know, the the lending world or these, like you said, the mortgage giants are doing their part to just push business along, still, you know, help the economy in sense of, you know, things still closing and people getting into homes. Yeah, it's a great point. Good to see them making some adjustments and changes. And uh, last but not least, one other headline I thought I'd throw at you, Angie. NAR, the National Association of Realtors, is urging Congress, so as of the last we've checked, this hasn't gone through, but they're urging Congress to allow remote notarization in states that don't already allow it, and that could help make transactions even more remote than they already are. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, for example, when it comes to selling a home, you have to get what's called your seller docs notarized. So you have to go in person in front of a notary and you have to get all those notarized. Same thing when it comes to buying a home, you know, right in North Carolina, we are an an attorney state. Every state's a little bit different, but our closing attorneys actually have to notarize and be there in person to get everything signed off. And so right now there's There's no social distancing right now to make closings happen. Um, We do have e-recording in a lot of our counties, uh, which is wonderful. So the attorneys don't have to actually go in to record. So it can all be done electronically. But yes, that would be amazing if they could, you know, get that passed to allow remote notarization. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, okay, I lied. I have one more. I have a non-coronavirus story for you. Okay. 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 All right. So just just to switch gears for a moment, but while we're in this headline mode, this one just caught my eye uh, as well. This UK real estate website analyzed search data on Google to find out which home styles draw the most attention in the United States. So I guess ignore that it's a UK company because it was US search data that they were using. But in any event, uh, leading the way was Farmhouse with 318,000 searches per month. That yep. doesn't come as a surprise, right? Farmhouse Not is a very all. popular style. Oh uh, yeah. I actually, I work with um, an amazing builder, Ron Tudor with Glenwood Builders, and his style is typically more of the farmhouse style. So it has all of the newness, not the right? T- not the Tudor style? The two, I know. (laughs) Good jokes. Hey, yeah, but uh, the now you just threw me off. Goodness. Um, But most of his styles are more of the farmhouse styles. And, um, you know, so they have the newness, but also just that kind of, you know, older, you know, just southern feel. um, Very charming. And oh, my goodness. I mean, people just love, love his builds. You know, they they typically sell very, very fast. Um, But it's yeah, I can see why that's one of the top searches. Yep, still certainly very popular. Rustic came in second. Uh, it had 190,000 searches, so a good, a good bit behind Farmhouse, but uh, a good bit in front of third and fourth place. And then what was interesting, I thought, third and fourth place were almost I- identical in terms of how many searches for them. Slightly ahead in third place was Scandinavian style, and then Vintage was in fourth place. Is Scandinavian style popular? I didn't... I don't even know what Scandinavian style is. I guess I think Ikea when I think Scandinavian. Okay. Or like, you know, Swedish, you know, very clean, like clean lines, whites maybe. I would just go with modern. Yeah. I I don't, as far as like if a buyer was explaining the style they were looking for, I don't think that I've ever heard of Scandinavian. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe modern is a good, because Ikea is very modern, like a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Sleek lines, modern, contemporary, like that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Yeah. So I'm just, I'm surprised that that word in general was one of the top searches. Yeah. But, and and then right next to it being vintage. So kind of, well, even vintage to me, I think of, when I think of the word vintage, I automatically think of like furniture and clothing. I don't think of homes. Home styles. Yeah. 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 As being like a style. So Mm -hmm. interesting. Industrial came in fifth place, by the way. Okay, okay. Which that's you know I guess in um, that's like really popular, right? In like restaurants and that kind of thing, like that industrial style where you see the exposed piping and ductwork and a lot of that kind of stuff. And I can see that. I think from just watching lots of HGTV over the years, a lot of like bigger cities. You know, this is nationwide. You've got a lot of lofts and condos and things like that where people love that more industrial style. So yeah, I, yep. can, I can see that being pretty It's a high. neat look. I love it. Yeah. The least searched home styles getting an entire 730 searches per month combined between the three of them were ones that I'm not even, one, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. Directoire? 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 Sounded good to Maybe. me. I, I have know. no idea. Uh, no idea. That one and Modernist and American, okay. American Colonial. Not very popular. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, still beautiful, but it's just not 2020, right? Yeah. yeah not yeah. 2020. So anyway, thought that was kind of neat. Sounds like that data 
uh, does resonate for the most part, at least in the, the top when they were at the farmhouse, certainly with us locally here as well in North Carolina. So I thought that was an interesting one for sure. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.